Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome inside Hour 3, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon tonight. And uh, we're going to have more oh. on the what to expect tomorrow in college football uh, coming up in a couple of minutes. But this has just come in. ESPN's Jeff Passan reporting this. This story is about 15 minutes old. Uh, the Mets have officially opted out. No, uh, Major League Baseball has had preliminary talks about a bubble type format for their playoffs. This after the coronavirus outbreaks on the Cardinals and Marlins have really just screwed with the schedule. We talked about this a few minutes ago that at some point Major League Baseball is going to have to figure something out because you can't just do the winning percentage thing to say, oh, this is you're going to have teams playing 10 to 12 games less than others. You're going to have to either pause the season and teams make up these games probably against each other or, or you're going to have to extend the season 
to have uh, players finish. And, and it, one of those things is going to have to happen. Or you cut the games from 60 to 50 and say, you know what, sorry, but we got to finish this. We're, and, and we have no time to do it because we tried to jam in 60 games in 60 days uh, because we decided to drag our feet negotiations-wise and make it about money. Uh, so we got to cut it to 50 games. Something's going to have to happen for baseball to finish this. But this bubble idea is a phenomenal idea because bubbles right now, this moment in time, it works. It's not going to work in a few months. Nobody's going to want to go back into a bubble. No one's going to want to go there for a regular season. The NBA players already are going to be chafing by the time this is over. We want to be out of the bubble. We want to go home. This is ridiculous. Uh, you know, we, But they're all doing it now. This is a one moment in time thing. Right? We're seeing bubble now for the NBA. We're seeing bubble for the NHL. We're going to see a bubble for the playoffs. It's going to see how that works. Football's not in a bubble. Baseball is seeing, can we go to a bubble when we have the playoffs? And this will enable us to finish the playoffs in a timely fashion. Right now, baseball is just saying one thing. Baseball is just saying, what, whatever you do, it's just the match should be just get us to the playoffs. Like it's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I don't care how you get us there, just get us there. It doesn't matter. Things are so ridiculous right now. Baseball's just gambling that everything's going to be okay with COVID-19 and finishing the season. Uh, just get us there. Just get it. In the playoffs, everything will be fine. All right? Everything's going to be great. Don't worry. Just get to the playoffs. Everything's going to be good. Everything. That's when all the problems are solved. We get to the end of that rainbow, that big pot of gold, and we're, everything's going to be okay. This is where baseball's at. But this idea for a bubble for Major League Baseball is the best idea they have had to try to combat what is going on right now. So if they can figure this out, and they honestly should be able to, because if you're talking about expanded playoffs, only the teams that make the playoffs are going you can convince the players to say this is what's going to work. Look, it's it's saving the NBA season. It's saving the NHL season. Great, we're going to go to the bubble. Now, are you going to get some kind of labor situation with it? Sure you will. You, you'll get some kind of pushback by the players because, listen, n- nobody likes to make an issue out of things. Uh, and Anything you're asked to do more than Major League Baseball. They always want to make an issue of everything. So that's how that's going to go. So you understand that's going to be part of it. But you will be able to convince the teams to go, hey, we're all going to go. Right, this half of the league, we're going to go, and and after a week, you're done. Right, half the teams are done every week. You'll be able to play. You're not going to have to worry about travel. You could take a day off. You could not take days off. It does. Baseball is predicated on playing every day. You could play three days in a row, then take a break before game four, and then play four, five, six, seven. You can do it like that. So it's really conducive for baseball to play more games in a less period of time. Now, the other part of this that's great is that let's just say you have to continue to play games to extend the season. All right, well, we got to keep playing games. We got to keep the season going. So we got to extend the year, the, the season by a couple of weeks. Well, if you're going to have the playoffs in a warm weather format, you could do that. Right, if you're going to play the playoffs, and let's just say you have two or three, let's say you put it in Southern California. I'm just saying, because that's probably where it's going to happen. <laughs> just for example. And you have, and, and you have, and you have games in, in Los Angeles and in Anaheim and San Diego, because I would assume those would be the three cities where you wind up having the games. Uh, it, you can take a couple of weeks and, and say, listen, we're going to get to make up all the games, right? We're not going to jam the Cardinals with 10 doubleheaders in a row, but we're going to take a week at the end and make up the games that need to be made up for everybody, or we take 10 days to do it. No air travel. You have all kinds of time. No one's traveling. This is the best idea baseball has had uh, in, in a while. 
because they, they, now this will solve the problems. It will solve those two things. How do we play the rest of these games here? We're going to wind up playing in warm weather when it's – oh, well, that, that takes away a lot of the issues you have in Major League Baseball. If they go to a bubble, it's going to solve it. So I'm a bubble convert, Steve. <laughs> I've, I, I didn't like the bubble beginning. I said, oh, is this really going to work? And now it's like it's, it's holding sports up, the bubble. You know, it's holding the NBA and the NHL. We're getting these playoffs. We're getting everything in because of the bubble. And keep the in mind, everything up a now. bubble for the regular season was completely impossible and impractical, I won't say impossible, impractical for Major League Baseball. Not only because the number of virus cases rose right when they started talking about it in the state of Florida, when they were saying, hey, what about all the spring training sites? And as far as the Arizona, the greater Phoenix area, yes, there are a lot of spring training sites, but the city of Phoenix, Arizona, just had literally its hottest month of July on record. The average temperature was 99 They've had 34 days this year at over 110, including recently, and there's one indoor baseball stadium. So you can't have a bubble. This isn't this is an outdoor sport. I mean, the bubble works in the NBA because they can have three courts, and you don't care if you, you don't need fans. It's a court. It's not like Major League Baseball. It's it's not the same. It's apples and oranges to the nth degree. But as you said, with this idea, using uh, just a few cities for your postseason in October. Teams would be exiting quickly because remember that new wild card round. That's three games. Division series is just a best of five. There, you'd have, of course, it's what half the league makes the playoffs now this year. Right. But you'd yeah. have teams exiting very rapidly in those first couple weeks. Yeah, you would have eighteen. You would have between six and eight teams out within the first, let's just say, seven or eight days. All right, so that now suddenly you're down to a third of the league is in a bubble. All right, well then that's going to go another. The next playoff round will go a week and a half, let's say, maybe even less than that. So now you're talking about getting down to four teams in within two weeks. And now, and and okay, and now we're here because we're ready to win a championship. So the the teams that stay are just going to be more and more wrapped into winning a championship, and the teams that go, they go. It it really it solves everything. And 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 really, you don't have to worry about we're going to play Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday is off travel day. Then we're going to play Thursday, Friday. Then we take Saturday off. Then we play Sunday. Oh, we got to worry about being on up against the National Football League. No, no, no. You're playing it at, at neutral sites. So you can play three. We play, we're going to play games one, two, and three on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What's going to happen? Then we're going to take Thursday off. Then we're going to play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to play whatever three. So you're going to play. You could play six games in seven days. Right? You, you can finish a series in a week, and you're not hurting anybody. You're not, you're not putting a team at a disadvantage because, look, baseball's predicated on playing every day. You get more time in the, in, in the playoffs because of the built-in days off. And All right, the one thing you're going to have to do is say, well, we can't go to a three-man uh, pitching staff. Cause we yeah, like to, the Yankees know. when they won yeah. with Sabathia. Yeah, and that was it. He was the only he pitched every game. Sabathia started every <laughs> single game. And then, and then the bullpen came in in the fifth. They played, and then two days off, and then they played again. And... Right, exactly. It worked out for the Yankees. Yeah, it worked out in 2000. But, yeah, you could have even the World Series at a single site – and keep in mind, baseball road teams win all the time, and you know you could have. Well, we're gonna have, we're gonna have it in baseball this Friday. The Washington Nationals are gonna be the quote home team finishing up their game in Baltimore. You just switch the names on the scoreboard. That's easy enough. Yeah, I mean that's a that's an easy. It's an it it, it makes so much sense. I wonder if it's gonna happen. Because it's baseball, you know, and after you know the players are going to get mad at somehow. It's yeah. something's as I used happen. to say when Bud Selig yeah. was running. It's a great game run by idiots. <laughs> Eventually, they'll find a way to delay or obscure or you know. It's just for crying out loud. Would you just 
get going because you've got so many pluses to this sport and what it means to people. Look at this summer. If they'd just been able to start July 4th, think yeah. how that would have changed yeah. everything. But no, well, you know of what? course not. That's something, I, I, and I, I'll disagree with you on this, that's something Bud Seeley would have figured out. Because after the strike, right, after the strike in 1994, Bud Seelig grew baseball, the money aspect of it, incredibly, incredibly well. Uh, you know, adding the wild card, doing mm-hmm. the revenue. Which was overdue, as it baseball, turned out. Base, the business of baseball and for teams was gangbusters. He struggled with the moral decisions. That's what he struggled with. I can't find a way to break a tie in the All-Star game. Come on, really? You can't, I mean, he, str- he struggled with the moral decisions for the Mitchell Report and steroids. He struggled morally, but business-wise, he was great. I mean, he was great for the game in, in, in business. He would have figured out a way to say, okay, how are we going to maximize this season? How is everybody going to make as mo- the most money possible? All right, we're going to do this. We're going to do X, Y, and Z so we can get this season going. I think that he would have figured out because that was going to be more about the business than it was going to be about morally. And instead, Rob Mann, Manfred, who it's crazy because he's a labor guy who's been involved in all of this mm-hmm. and completely, you know, you know, blew this because he treated it like it was a regular negotiation. Oh, we're going to take it all the way up to the end and we're nope. going to force. That's a year uh, from now, Rob. On. You know, he, yeah, he'd used a normal bargaining tactic to try to get everybody, put the players up against the wall and, and you have to make a decision now and this is where we're going to wind up coming out with, with our victory. Instead of understanding that, oh boy, well, we kind of have to do this here for the game to get more games and figure that out so no I, I think Seelig would have gotten it done but I don't want to take away because this is a great idea Th- this really would solve everything and you can still play 60 games to do it I mean that's I, I I I can't believe it took this long for it you know I mean you saw how good the bubble has been working in the other sports all right so let's do a bubble and how and, it's and, not been working in baseball the non-bubble right and and here's the thing is that this is the this bubble where we're where what we're doing now this is a one moment in time thing like this is one of those. This is like it's like the ninth wonder of the world. How sports is being decided in a bubble now this fall? Because you're going to see the NBA do it, the NHL do it, and probably Major League Baseball wind up doing it. Right? You're going to see all three of those things happening. It's the equivalent of the All American Girls Baseball League. Right. Decades from now, people <laughs> yes. will look back and say, "What? <laughs> there were game- they played in dresses? What? Oh, I had Dottie Hinson on my fantasy team, and she <laughs> left the team." Right at the end of the season, I was in the World Series. Oh, I should have traded her for Kit Keller. Um, so yeah, they, they don't get along. You, know, the, uh, you mentioned yeah. Bud Seal. Of course, Milwaukee was his town. Just because you mentioned Southern California as an example with three baseball stadiums, Milwaukee's not that far from Chicago. Chicago has two parks, so maybe you could get three stadiums mm-hmm. there. Bill Shaken, the LA Times, has been on this story tonight as well. There are, and this is a good thing, numerous possibilities to make this work. We can update baseball, by the way. Houston 6-2 over San Francisco in the top of the ninth. There was a no-hit bid from Lance McCullers Jr. Lost a no-hitter in the seventh on what was ruled a double down the left field line. Went under Alex Bregman's glove. He was playing off third base. And the late game, I, I feel like we should just do one of those things. We should alert our affiliates. The A's game is not going to be done by the time we're done, Jason. Today, <laughs> this, this started at about six thirty Pacific time. Oh boy! In Anaheim, they're just getting to the top of the sixth right now. It's Ooh. Oakland nine seven over the Angels at the end of five. Oakland looking for a tenth straight win. Anthony Rendon 
was 0 for his last 28 plate appearances, batting 103 coming in. He has homer. This is the guy starting a seven-year deal worth $245 million. Another big contract from the offseason belonged to Madison Bumgarner to go to Arizona. Five years, $85 million. He's 0-3 after yesterday's loss and loss of velocity, ERA over 9. And with a strain back, Bumgarner of the Diamondbacks goes on the injured list today. Well, I'll tell you, this game, this uh, Oakland and the Angels game is not going to make Rob Manfred happy. This pace of play, this is going to shoot a hole in all the gains he's made so far because all the gains have been coming in short. That's been the best thing. All these games are under three hours now. Well, that's because so many things you have to worry about. The Commercial hitting breaks, everything else. Oh, yeah. Texas coming into tonight. The team batting average was 202, and that wasn't the worst. The Reds were worse. The Indians were worse. <laughs> this game in Anaheim has 19 hits in the first five innings. Oof. But, you know, the, the thing is, just to, to finish this, this discussion about the bubbles and, and, and Major League Baseball, is that this is only going to work now. Right. For everybody who thinks the bubble is going to be the way forward for sports in general, it's not. It's it's the the best band-aid solution you could possibly think of coming to light now. Because let's just say, all right, when the next season comes around, right, we're going to start basketball again, we're going to start baseball again. If if the sport says, Okay, we're gonna go into a bubble and play teams are gonna players are gonna say, Nope, not doing it. Not doing it. I'm not I, I sucked it up being away from my family for a couple of months and I, I we did it to finish the season because we had to do it and I get it. But I'm not doing that to start a season. It we're, we're, it's not happening. But when the next seasons start in sports in the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, it's gonna be just like what you'd expect it to be. Probably without fans, but everybody's playing in their home in their in their home arenas and home ballparks. That's just how it's going to go. No one's gonna be down for playing in a bubble. And really you, you can't even you can't can't really ask players say okay we'll come to a bubble for six months no no they're not going to do it so we're <laughs> getting the bubbles now it's it's the perfect solution to say okay we got right now you guys figure out what's coming up later on and if later on is going to be well we're just going to play in our home arenas the big question is going to be when can fans come back that's going to yeah. be the big if the big question now is when sports can come back and can they finish the next question is when can fans get back and that's going to be something we get into as the fall goes on we get into the the, the teeth of the football season and the NBA season wants to begin again sometime the end of the year because that 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 will be the next invention of the conversation of when fans can return how fans can return because the bubble thing it's happening now but then it's got to be something else for the solution when yeah the bubble is not a long-term solution in part because it's not an economic solution you're completely negating what a third of your revenue by not being able to sell a single ticket keep yeah. in mind what nascar was able to do this summer at some tracks they have such huge venues they were able to get a crowd of say twelve thousand or more than that and spread them out quite a bit and it worked Twitter at how about a fresca phone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. So the big news: baseball. Jeff Passan of ESPN reporting: baseball looking into a bubble situation for the playoffs, which would solve all their problems. This is a great, great story. Coming up next. So we had this big news right now. What about college football? What are we going to get tomorrow? We're going to get teams saying they're going to play. We're going to postpone the season. We'll tell you what to expect, what to get. That's next. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. He is off tonight. Steve DeSager in for Harmon. And we're going to get to college football in a second. Tomorrow's a really big day. But all of a sudden now, there is alleged controversy over the game-winning shot by the Lakers beating the Nuggets in the bubble. The game was tied at 121. Nuggets backups played most of the fourth quarter. LeBron James and Anthony Davis played over 35 minutes apiece. And it came down to a play called for Kyle Kuzma for the win. Into AD with three, with two. Kuz to win it. Yes, sir! Kuzma, it's not official yet. Point four remaining. (laughs) But Kuz drains it. Oh, with point four left, Derek Fisher comes off the bit. No. Uh, so the Lakers win at one twenty four, one twenty one. A Kyle Kuzma three, and already I'm seeing. No matter what happens, the Lakers could win a championship, and and people say, "Well, I don't know if that was impressive." The other ones are more impressive. This one doesn't even count, it, really. The other ones are more impressive. Kobe was better. All that. You can't just say things matter more for the Lakers in the bubble than they do for every other team. If the games don't matter for the Clippers and the Bucks, then how can they matter so much for the Lakers? Right? If every Lakers loss is so bad, but the Clippers are fine. No, no, the Clippers are fine. No. It, it, teams, the only ones that the games really matter for are the teams that are trying to get into that 8-9 game at the bottom of the Western Conference. For everybody else, it's about getting their playoff, be the best version of themselves for the playoffs. Right? The Lakers tonight. Now, here comes down to the final play of the game that Frank Vogel called for Kyle Kuzma. And here's the thing. It could have been Kuzma or it could have been AD because if you see this final play, Kuzma comes off a screen. He's wide open. He had a big game, Kyle Kuzma, and he hits a three. He could have easily given a nice little slide pass to Anthony Davis, who was wide open, because Bol Bol tries to come out and close out on him, and he can't get there. But it doesn't matter because Kuzma takes the three and he makes it. Yes, they did not call the final play for LeBron James. Uh, number one, no, I don't suddenly think LeBron James is, is shy of taking game-winning shots, doesn't want to do them anymore, and started crying in the huddle and saying, don't put me in the game, I'm Scottie Pippen. Uh, don't give me the ball at the end. I don't think that's the case. LeBron James would have taken a game-winning shot. It would have been one of the, one of the main options if the game mattered. What's more important for the Lakers, way more important, is empowering players like Kuzma to be threats in the playoffs because Mm -hmm. how they're going to win is when guys on their bench come through. And it's got to be Kyle Kuzma almost every single night. Tonight he started, played 25 minutes. He was great. He was great tonight. It's about getting, you know, offense from Deion Waiters off the bench. And maybe now that, you know, Morris is playing a little bit more, playing a few more minutes, that Kuzma can start. And and this is Frank Vogel trying to figure out what version of this team works best after the layoff coming into things. And you could have called the game-winning shot for LeBron James, but is that going to help if somebody else has to take a big shot down the stretch? You called it for Kuzma. Kuzma made it. This does wonders for his confidence going forward. Who's uh, Kuzma's always been someone who has either been at the top playing so well or he's in his own head and he's in the dumps for a long time and so he does he doesn't hit the box score with any sort of impact on the game for a while this is mission accomplished for the Lakers they wanted to empower Kuzma they did he made the game winning shot and and that's that's about all you can really hope for and he was coming off a game of three or 14 you know and and the thing is I I don't mind look if 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 people want to jump up and down on LeBron James I get it I understand that but you're really making stuff up at this point oh they call the well because the game didn't matter it mattered more if Kuzma took and, and made or missed that shot because as you as you were saying Steve right there he's coming off a bad game 
And he's usually coming off the bench. The bench tonight. Now, the Lakers scored 124 to beat Denver. The bench had about 24 tonight. (laughs) Kuzma was a starter and hit the game winner in the final second. No, it wasn't Derek Fisher, as you referenced, but it was 0.4 seconds when it was remaining. And, yes, the shot was over Bull Bull coming out on him. (laughs) Bull Bull! There we go. You know, the, the, the craziest stat from this game is somehow the game high plus minus for the Lakers was Alex Caruso, right? He was plus 21 for the game. Wow. Didn't score a point. Didn't score a point. He was plus 21. In 20 minutes. It did. Plus 21. To LeBron James scored 29 points. He was minus 10. But Caruso on the floor is plus 21, and he didn't score. <laughs> That that'd be like me. That's like what I would look for. That who are you? I'm Alex Caruso. I played twenty. Did you score, Jason? Nope. But look at me. I was plus twenty one. I made sure things happened. He took one shot. Was a plus twenty one. <laughs> that is an influencer. So this is this is this is a game for the Lakers. Look, is it big for them? No. Is it big for Kyle Kuzma? That's what it's big for. Getting him going and getting other players going. And look, Deion Waiters had a really good night off the bench. He scored 12. Lakers need Deion Waiters to score 25 points a game, but can you score 12 to 14 points because you really don't have a lot of offense coming off the bench? Absolutely. And, and look, the, the Lakers are now suddenly playing better, but uh, there's got to be questions. Oh, uh, they couldn't score over 100 points. Now they're scoring over 100 points. Now they win 124, 121. Uh, okay. Yes, they're against the Nuggets backups. These games are meaningless. Meaningless. There's only one left for the Lakers. Oh. The NBA regular season ends on Friday. The Lakers have played seven of their eight games to conclude. As for the Lakers, this top seed is going to find out who it plays first round of the playoffs next weekend because Jason Smith, we have a play-in series coming. That is mathematically a certainty. The nine seed in the West, if they're within four games, they get a chance to steal the eighth seed from slumping Memphis in this case. If the nine seed Saturday afternoon loses they're out but if the nine seed wins the saturday play in they have to win again on sunday and then steal the eight seed and they'd face the lakers in the first round best of seven yeah and i like that i like that the eight seed only needs to win once and the nine seed needs to win twice i think that's a good fair way to do it Uh, i don't think memphis is going to be that team (laughs) they are one and five at the restart (laughs) talk about fading i feel good because the beginning of the bubble after the first couple of games went by because look here's here's the main here's the main takeaway from the bubble at the the teams at the bottom you can see the teams that are really concerned to want to get in the playoffs and the teams that don't care about it right memphis obviously doesn't care portland and phoenix they care. The Pelicans clearly don't care because they would play Zion more, yeah. but they're not, and they can't. So you clearly that they don't care. Washington, it didn't matter care. if they cared no. or not, I think. No, it didn't matter. But those two teams, so I said, you know what? This is a case where the teams that want it more are going to be the teams that wind up in the 8-9 game. It's going to be Portland and Phoenix. It's going to be those two teams eventually in the 8-9 game. Those are going to be those teams. They're coming through. They're scoring. They're playing well. They're playing with confidence. Portland looks like a team that if you just watch them play, you would say, what are they, like a three-seat? I mean, they look like the Rockets. Well, they're coming off conference finals, right? I'm not saying this is exactly that team from a year ago, but it's not ancient history. But when you mentioned the Phoenix Suns name there, that would have been laughable a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And guess who's still undefeated at the restart? The Phoenix Suns are 6-0 after they won easily today over Oklahoma. City. They entered the bubble with a record of 26 and 39, and they could make the playoffs because the Suns are now just one game behind slumping Memphis for eighth in the West. Idle Portland is a half game back. I mentioned San Antonio earlier in the show because they are just behind on winning percentage. That's what might knock out the Spurs, and they've gone 23 straight years making the playoffs. 
And also, don't forget the Knicks have not lost since in the bubble <laughs> well, since the restart. This is how the bad Knicks the Wizards lost. have been. You know, the Wizards could wind up tied with the Knicks for 12. <laughs> I mean, there are only nine teams in the East invited, and it's not finishing ninth. They could actually finish far lower than ninth. That's how bad. They've played six games, the Wizards, and lost six games. Mercifully, there are only two remaining. But 24 and 46 is the Wizards' uh record the Detroit Pistons were 20 and 46 and they were 13th out of 15 in the east you could say Nick's how did you do in the bubble we did great we gained a spot in the standings we did (laughs) pretty well how many games you win zero how many games you lose zero okay only the Knicks see they got to opt out they got to go the Mets route (laughs) Uh, but meanwhile in college football we are just a few hours away from what is likely going to be the Big Ten postponing their fall season Possibly the Pac-12 as well. There will be votes from uh, all the school presidents tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. for the Big Ten. Also the Pac-12 going to have it where they're going to vote in the college football season. Detroit Free Press reporting tonight that the Big Ten votes will be to cancel this or to postpone the season. Uh, Dan Patrick having that report actually earlier this morning. Now, first things first, you got to call it right. Nothing's getting canceled, right? Not getting canceled. It's either going to, we're going to play it on time, we're going to play the end of September, or we're going to play in the spring. That's what it's going to be. There's no canceling on the table. No canceling is out there. Nothing's going to be canceled. The canceling sport. Nothing's canceled. It's only going to be postponed. Do I agree with cancel, with postponing sports, not canceling, postponing them? Yes, because right now you can't tell me there is any team that is ready to play a football game in two to three weeks because that's when the season's going to start. No one's in pads. Teams can't even work out together. They, they, they can't even do uh, uh, conditioning together. No one's ready to play a game. And the school presidents, if they can't guarantee safety to an acceptable degree, yeah, then you should postpone until you think you can. Because this this is no one wants to be that school that said, yes, let's go play college football, and a kid gets sick and dies, and suddenly you are that school. That closes the doors to your school, and that shuts down college football. Because college football will shut down if that happens. Nobody wants to be that school. The recruit and that you promised it's, it's his parents for, to take care of. Yeah, exactly. It's easy for people in the media to say, oh, but that's not going to happen. College football, kids are going to be fine, right? Look, look at the look Look at the rates of getting sick and the death rates and comparing to other things. No, I'm sorry, but do you want to make that decision? Of course you don't. Of course you don't. And if school presidents can't guarantee safety to an acceptable degree, I don't mean they got to guarantee full 100% safety because no one can do that. But they say, listen, we, we can do a really good job keeping everybody safe here. I get them erring on that side of caution, which shows you, A, they don't need the money all that much. It's not, oh, sports is going to go away. Because if they really, really needed the money, everybody would say, let's try to play. Let's try to figure a way to play, and let's try to play right now. It's kids after all. And the presidents, some of them, despite the fact what football brings in, it's not always the big money maker for all the schools. You know, what would you say, Steve? Half the schools in, in, in college football oh, yeah. don't Not make everybody's a lot of money. Alabama and, and USC. Right, so if you get in the you get in the in the Big Ten and maybe five or six schools, hey, this makes a lot of money for us. The other five or six schools go, yeah, whatever. It's not worth it, does it? Does it? We don't. We make our money in college basketball. We make it other places. Sometimes it's going to be different. Yeah, we're okay. You're going to get votes that way because it, it's it's not it's not worth the risk of potentially closing the doors of your school because people get sick. And I got to even think that LSU and and the SEC and Alabama and all these schools that really want to play, you know, and earlier today Nebraska Scott Frost head coach says we want to play no matter what, and if the 
Big Ten doesn't play. We're going to try to find games. Even those schools have to understand what bad run of COVID-19 and a player getting sick and dying is going to mean. I mean, really, they they have to understand what that's going to mean for college football. Well, and all those stats that you mentioned there that people would quote about, oh, but they're young and they're – well, none of those stats involve football. Not a one of them. And you've got, I mean, basketball was the concern going into the bubble, right? Because you've got people slobbering all over each other in the paint, and it's a respiratory droplets disease. You've got 60 minutes worth of football. If you don't do a whole lot of testing, because you're not in a bubble, then what's going on? And don't forget, it's college football, not pro, that we're talking about, which means there's no players union. It's a completely different animal. And anybody who has covered college football knows from the inside, it's not at all like the NFL. It is a completely different mindset and structure. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Phone number 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Now, the fact that it's I agree with postponing doesn't mean I want it canceled, right? Now, let's just let's just throw this out there too, because you know I, I get I, I get it's easy to get mad when someone says, "Oh, you just want to see sports canceled. You just want to see sports canceled." Enemy of the sports people. Yes, yes, you want to see sports canceled, right? Uh, okay, let just just think about this for a second. This this is what's funny. All of us in the media, all of us who who cover sports for a living, where. Our jobs are at stake if there's no sports. The less sports there are, the less jobs there are out for everybody else to cover, for all of us to cover them. Do you really think we don't want sports? Do you really think people who say college football will be doing the right thing by postponing the season, they want the season canceled? What, 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 what do they think? There's some kind of party that goes on. Hey, we were right. We're tapping a keg. Look at no college <laughs> football. And I'm holding Steve DeSager up, and he's doing an upside-down keg stand. <laughs> you know, we, the, sports is our jobs. I mean, when there were no sports in the beginning and we were on the air, I mean, there's time the first couple months in, I'm saying, how much longer can we go without sports? Can we? I mean, we're, we're going to be safe. I want everybody to be safe. And you start thinking about where you're going to go and, 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 and what it's going to be like and it's scary and you know many people have lost their jobs for different reasons and and why would anybody want there to be less sports that doesn't make any sense that's just somebody who wants to make it political and wants to make it about something that it's not about and when this when the news cycle is about hey college football may not play well that's the angle we got to take on it that's the story all right as much as we like to get into to creative things and look we're, we do pretty creative stuff here on the show the, the different games we play things we do outside the box with sports outside of sports everything else we do in the end the big stories the meat and potato stories we read and react to because that's what you tune in for. I want to hear what so-and-so is going to do, and I want to hear that person's take on it. And so when that's the story, that's what we have to talk about. I can't do a story and say, well, it looks like the Big Ten is going to cancel college football tomorrow. The Pac-12 is, uh, uh, is, is part of it too. But, you know, screw them, man. They don't want to play blank them. Let's talk about the SEC. Let's break down Alabama's wide receivers now that they lost Jerry, <laughs> Judy, and Henry Ruggs. Let's see. What they, no, the storyline is there may not be, so we have to talk about it. I mean, I, I, it, it's, it, this is where people just want to keep changing the goalposts on what they want the conversation to be. If the conversations about college football could be canceled, that's what we're saying. If the conversation turns to college football is going to be playing, that's where the conversation goes. I mean, that's, that's just how it is. And, and nobody is rooting for sports to be canceled. That's just stupid. That's just, that, that's just you thinking that, oh, so-and-so wants so, so many things to happen politically, whatever, so you want sports can't. 
Right, exactly. Because that's what I want. I want to potentially have no sports where I potentially could wind up being out of work or, or other people could be out of work and we not pay. That's what I want because that's going to be a big victory. Wait a minute. Me. You mean the media, plural, doesn't have these secret meetings uh, where they all decide together how to think? And shoot, Steve, don't tell everybody about those meetings that are once a week. <laughs> I mean, don't tell anybody that, that they're at Staples Center. Yeah. Don't tell people that. People want to come and see. Come the come media is wide and varied and populated uh, just like the world. Therefore, there might be a guy or two that has that attitude but to say the media is that way you're just not thinking no and and you and i know and unfortunately for you you told us earlier you lost a, a couple of gigs three uh this so far NFL because this no month. football yeah mm. so would they would they come back with the regular season no no those are lost into thin air oh wow i am really sorry about that <laughs> that's, that's the deal it's 2020 wow. All right. Wow. All right. Well, hey, uh, you know what? At, at, at the very least, I could buy pizza next time I see you. <laughs> I, I could definitely do that. Next, next question is, when am I yes. actually going to see you? The way well, everybody that, is. Well, that's the thing. Listen, I'm not saying I'm committing to buying you pizza tomorrow. I mean, this is another, this is in the future at some okay. point. We'll, okay. Yeah. When there's a vaccine, which yes. might be what, March, yeah. the way things are going, yeah. then we'll get some pizza. Sure. Oh, boy. Well, I'm sorry about that, my friend. That, that, that sucks. There's no Water way off that. a duck's back. That's the way things are going. Let's all move on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Steve DeSager in for Harmon. And uh, we got more NBA coming up in a few minutes. Wait till we tell you what Kyle Kuzma said after his game-winning shot in the bubble tonight. Wow. Uh, But tomorrow's a big day in college football. Uh, uh, Supposedly, we're going to get the vote. The the Big Ten is going to vote to postpone the college football season tomorrow morning. Uh, Potentially, the Pac-12 can follow suit. Uh, The Mountain West today said they're going to postpone to the spring following in the footsteps of the MAC. The SEC still wants to play. The ACC and the Big 12 are putting their fingers in the air going, which way is the wind blowing? But whatever (laughs) we get tomorrow, whether it is the decision to start the season on time or we're going to start the end of September or the beginning of the next year. We're going to have college football. We're going to have a 2020-ish season, whether it takes place in 2020 or we overlap into 2021. We're going to have it. Why? It's pretty simple. Let's just say the next few months we do a great job here battling COVID-19. Awesome. We're going to play college football. Everything's going to be great. Even if we don't do a great job battling COVID-19 and we're where we're at right now, because we've made a lot of mistakes, opening up the country too early, people don't want to social distance, wear masks, all of these things is why we can't get out of our own way. The rest of the world is laughing at us that we, that we still have, that we're having this kind of trouble with COVID-19. You're talking about potentially next February or March when you're going to start the college football season. If we're still in this time, Steve, with COVID-19, trying to deal with it, we don't have a vaccine, we don't have a solution yet, the United States will hit a tipping point to the point where the attitude of the different individual states and the country is going to be, okay, we have to live with COVID-19 until there's some kind of some kind of vaccine. 
and what do we do? And now we need to get back to everything we had been we had left behind for the past few months on and off to continue to push forward with our way of restaurants putting tables outside or in streets closing down the street the restaurants are on or those types of things we're going to have some kind of getting back to quote normal and that's going to involve playing sports now it doesn't mean it's going to be in front of fans no that 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 that's the one thing but we're going to have sports we're not going to go through another cycle where oh we we can't play at all we will play now is it a 10 game conference only season is it eight games but we're going to have college football even the most staunchest of states that don't want to reopen because they've had a bad spike, it doesn't matter. If you're talking about September, October, November, December, January, Another you're semester. talking about five or six more months of stuff. It people even like the like I said, the most staunchest of supporters of let's stay home, let's make sure we do the right thing, and don't want to catch COVID nineteen everybody's going to have no choice but to try to open up. So we're going to do many normal things, and sports is going to be one of them, and they're going to play college football. And that's been the problem. People haven't been doing the right thing, which is why this is taking so long. Look at the look at history, and I mean really recent history, the other countries and how they got their sports back and how the country as a whole attacked the virus or was more aggressive or took it seriously. I mean, we got those German soccer games on. Why on FS1? Why? They was in Europe. I mean, they're in between Spain and Italy, which was just crippled by the virus. Well, Germany was aggressive. Why did we get those Korean baseball games? South Korea had pandemic experience and was very aggressive at the start. Taiwan's right next to China. Their baseball was the first to start. Twitter at how about a fresca phone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen Steve DeSager in for Mike tonight coming up next well we'll tell you what Kyle Kuzma had to say following his game winning shot and also why one college football head coach a big time one lives on Mars with what he had to say today that's next this is Fox. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.